Good morning. It's Tuesday, May 26th. We're reading through the Bible. We're in 1 Chronicles chapters 17, 18, and 19. Three chapters in Chronicles, and then we're in John chapter 10, the first half, verses 1 through 21. In the Old Testament, we're talking about David, and David in chapter 17 is the uh, reiteration of the Davidic covenant from 2 Samuel 7. Such an important part of the Bible, the promise that God makes to build a house for David when David wants to build a house for God, a literal house he wants to build, a temple for uh, the Ark of the Covenant and for the worship of the priests and uh, the intermediary uh, work of the altar and the sacrifice and all that. And God turns around and says, I'm going to build a house from you. I'm going to make a house out of you. I'm going to build a lineage and a dynasty that's going to ramp up ultimately to Jesus Christ, who will be the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So that's what this chapter is about. It's a shorter depiction of that. And in chapter 18, we get back to the military battles and victories of King David. He administers justice, as the text says. I like how that's put. Remember that all those wars are not just a bloodthirsty monarch that wants to be an imperialistic, you know, expanding the borders of his territory. Of course, the borders are expanded, but this was an act and an arm of God's justice in the ancient world. And so that's what's happening here, as the text clearly says. Chapter 19, David's men are humiliated. You might remember that story, and they pay dearly for it in chapter 19 and they are defeated. Uh, John chapter 10 is our New Testament reading in verses 1 through 21. First half of this chapter, this is the Good Shepherd dialogue where Jesus talks about the fact that He is the Good Shepherd. And remember, the shepherd, of course, in Psalm 23 is the Lord, Yahweh. The Lord is my shepherd. And yet Jesus comes on the scene and He does make himself out to be God in so many ways in the Gospels, but in particular in this passage by taking the role of the shepherd of Israel, the ultimate shepherd of Israel, the good shepherd, not just a shepherd as we've learned about in Ezekiel and, and Jeremiah, the old teachers, Old Testament teachers of the law, but Jesus comes on the scene as the embodiment of the shepherd who lays down his life for the sheep. Uh, and that is the picture of Isaiah 53, and it is what Jesus himself says he's come to fulfill. Uh, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, as this passage says, but he came to bring us life and to have it abundantly, which is not a promise of prosperity in this life. It's a promise of prosperity eternally that will dwell in the house of the Lord forever because Christ has laid down his life for us and paid the penalty of our sins. Working through the Old Testament and New Testament in our reading, and I also want you to focus on a community imperative, as I've been calling them, uh, a passage of Scripture and one principle that I try to put into a phrase for you to concentrate on today as it relates to other people in the body of Christ. We've gotten to uh, verse number 5 here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2. So 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, a community imperative. I'll read the verse for you where Paul says autobiographically about his time with the Thessalonians. He says, We never came with words of flattery, as you know, nor with a pretext for greed. God is witness. He is the testifier to this. He knows his heart. And he says, we didn't come to you there trying to build you up with words just so we can get out of you what we want. Greed. We didn't come with greed in our hearts. So I put it this way. It's a negative imperative as we saw with the one another's. Many of them were negative imperatives. And so here's one for us today. Don't 
manipulate each other. Don't manipulate each other. There are things that we can do that really are to get what we want out of our brothers and sisters in Christ. And the Bible would tell us we never are to do that, whether it's even the flattery that we bring, which are words that we're saying that are not necessarily truthful. Um, oftentimes they're overblown, they're exaggerated so that someone will get uh, the right impression of us, maybe build us up. We make much of people so we can get out of them what we want. Flattery is certain, certainly one way uh, that we can manipulate people. There are several others. So maybe good for you even to spend some time this morning as you read through the Bible and then spend time in your prayer life to talk and to think as you uh, interact with God this morning. How is it that I might be manipulating people around me and certainly in the body of Christ? We never want to see that happening in our lives anywhere. But let's spend some time thinking about that from 1 Thessalonians 2, 5, don't manipulate each other. That's a good reminder because our hearts can be bent to doing that kind of thing sometimes when we don't even realize it. So read 1 Chronicles 17 through 19 and John chapter 10 verses 1 through 21 and we'll be back tomorrow as we continue our reading through the Bible. 